Good morning, Devara. Good morning. Yay. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me. I feel well, very honored. This has been a real adventure so far. We yeah. spent the last 10 minutes getting ready. Sure. And I'm really, really, um, I'm feeling really good about this. It's still Purim. It's still Adar. It is. Yalla, we need to keep it going. Guys, just yeah. so you understand, <laughs> we set up to meet out here on this beautiful day and I showed up with my gear, and Devorah showed up with her gear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we sh that includes headgear, and uh, the beautiful flowers, and, and just your, uh, your whole atmosphere here. This is wonderful. Yeah, you gotta do it all the way. Yeah. It, it makes me so sad every time that Purim ends, and yeah. it's like, oh, what's happening? No! <laughs> like, no, right. like, honestly, for me, my, my happy place is Purim, and yeah. it's when I get to be normal. It right. sounds weird because people... For many people, it's awkward. Many people don't want to get into a custom and they struggle with it. And ah, poor him. And yeah. It's a very chaotic energy. But at the same time, there's so much beauty and healing. Yeah. And uh, we can really become a channel for the most amazing amount of blessings mm -hmm. to bless each other. It's all about blessing each other. Right. And sometimes you might need a little help and get into a custom and put a masaha, a mask on your face so so you're not so self-conscious about being so pure right. and so connected and just like let the blessings mm. flow it's so interesting yeah. to cut co you cover yourself up but in doing that you can actually open yourself up more god willing yeah god willing yeah. Well, i feel like around here that happens you yeah. know yeah and anyways i saw you guys went to shalim beautiful with your son and um, like, what was that like this year? You know, it's probably a really interesting scene in general. And then this year, I feel like everyone's kind of, they just had the chance to get out, you know, yeah. to finally be free and open up. Well, yeah, you know, it was very different yeah. to what it was every year. Like right. in general, for for those of you that don't know, that haven't had yet the the Schut, the marriage to be in Yerushalayim for Purim, is the biggest parade and festival, and there's just joy all over, and it's the most beautiful experience. God willing, you should be able, whomever you are, to be here soon and experience Purim with good health. Uh, but this year, Amen. of course, we're going through Corona, and there's a lot of restrictions. Uh, we also have a curfew. Mm. So, yeah, people were more more distant the, everything was more pashut more simple but there was still joy mm -hmm. in the streets definitely people people can help it right the need to ah let's pour <laughs> it a little bit you <laughs> gotta know? let it out gotta let it out yeah oh it's starting to rain oh it's beautiful <laughs> yeah great yeah we're getting some rain so and then so you guys spent the day there and um, like, was there anything like that struck your mind? Something specific? Some something you saw that maybe was different? Not mm -hmm. necessarily having to do with Corona, or uh -huh. maybe someone in a really funny costume or something in, in a really <laughs> unique costume. Um, I mean, you know what? You uh, can't really top this. I'm just saying, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I just appreciate so much people that that have the time to get into the details of the things that they put on themselves mm -hmm. uh, it can it can be many things me as an artist I'm, I'm an actress and I've been involved with customs and props and right. and this my entire life yeah uh, but uh, so I see it from both from a spiritual place from a place of prayer yeah coming from Judaism and uh, and also coming from a place of appreciating appreciating the art the beauty the detail and to me speaks about like self-love mm -hmm. because how much are you willing to spend and wow. invest in whatever it is that you're gonna wear right and some people might think like it's too much mm -hmm. i don't want to put too much on me like i don't want people to look at me right um i want to be more like on like backstage mm -hmm. But I think that Dafka Purim is the time when you need to get off your comfort zone, wow. get out of the backstage, right. which we do in general. Right, that's kind of the idea. As parents, uh, in, in our jobs, whatever, we're just all the time right. on backstage, like making things happen for other people, mm. so for the world to function. But on Purim, it's like, yalla, go on stage, do it, shine, like wow. be that person that, that you could be, bring down that prayer. Wow. And uh, so that's like every little trinket, the, the extra necklace, the, the extra bangle on your hand, the, yeah. the ring, yeah. you know, 
the scarf or something. Yeah, just the, the all details, these little details. Details speak about like your own investment yeah. on on yourself, on the prayers of what you want to bring down hmm. into the world for this coming year. For me, I see it this way. Um, just like we need to charge our cell phones at nighttime or whenever so we can have battery, yeah. we can use them. God forbid we shouldn't have a battery on our cell phone. <laughs> <God forbid>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially when there's a, when we don't have light, like it happened right. a few weeks here. Um, mm. So I see it this that's way. That's right, we didn't have power. We didn't have power, that's yeah, right. that's the word. Yeah, by the way, I learned English yeah. in Israel. Okay. And many times I made up words. Yeah. If I say something and you're like, what should did she say? Right. Feel comfortable to ask me. How I'll many languages again. do you speak? Um, I speak uh, three fluent languages, yeah. Spanish, English, and Hebrew. Okay. And uh, I speak Portuñol, which is a mix between Spanish and Portuguese. Okay. Because they're both Latin languages, oh, cool. so I can Right, so understand. you can wing it. And also with, with Italians, I can, I can do Converse. the same thing. Yeah, is, I can is, speak. Is Italian similar to... I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's there, very similar. It's also coming... It's a Latin wow. la right, language. Wow, of course. So, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, going back to Purim. Um, yeah, if I made up words, yeah. you let me know. Okay, fine. Yeah? I'll let you know. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, what, wh where were we? So, we were, you were saying just in general in Purim. Um, oh, yeah. The, sorry. Yeah, the prayers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, I'm even like I, I tell people, if you don't know what, how to dress up, right. come to me, I help ah, you. That's great. Okay, now I know what to do No, seriously, year. because you know yeah. what I do? I tell you, what's your prayer okay. for this year? Wow. What do you want to bring down wow. in a personal level, in a collective level, for the world, for your family, whatever yeah. it is? What? What do you really desire deep down? Right. And uh, so I had one year, my very good friend, uh, Mayan, she's an artist, and yeah. she came and she told me, well... I just want to put my my art out there, mm. you know. I want to like make it happen, and I told her, so just be a canvas, like full of colors, yeah. and make yourself like a this incredible artist walking around, painting people, like wow. brushing people's dreams out. I don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And she did, and yeah. then and you know what? It's really powerful. Yeah, there's a a beautiful uh, concept. Uh, name you have you ever hear about psycho magic psycho magic yeah it was no. created by somebody named alejandro jodorowsky okay. it's a chilean but he's war, he's worldwide Chilean. known okay <laughs> he's worldwide known uh, he's jewish okay. and uh, he say his last name again Wait, say the, just say the name again alejandro, alejandro jodorowsky. jodorowsky you got I it i love the 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 yeah. hey and the and the and the h in it I love yeah. in uh, in Spanish yeah. and Portuguese. It's great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so he's an incredible man, and he creates or brings brings down this concept about a combination between magic, yeah, and psychology, mm. and how can you heal yourself by doing magical actions? Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, I can give you an example. Okay, I'll make up anything. Okay, so. Let's let's uh, pretend that you have an issue. Tell me anything. You have a problem, and I'm gonna give you a okay. psychological. Well, I have a legit problem. Okay, tell okay? me. My neck's been bothering me for like a your week knee. and a half straight. Your knee. neck. Your neck. Yeah. Okay. Your neck like, is being really sore. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, because you, did you do something? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a little bit of a story, but basically one night I fell asleep on the couch. It, okay. It just happens sometimes where I'm tired. I'm sitting on the couch. And then I pass out before I know it, it's four in the morning. But when you fall asleep on the couch, you're really not, I, I don't find myself in a comfortable position. So I was kind of like sitting the wrong way and my neck okay. was like really hurting. But it doesn't end there yeah. though. It I'm continues. Here. Here. It's crazy. Then two days later, we had that snowstorm. Mm -hmm. And I get really excited about snow. I grew up in the Northeast, in Muncie, New York, and we used to get a lot of snow. And here, we rarely get snow. The last time right. it snowed hard was like really six years ago. It's really exciting when it happens. Um, so after the last snow, I begged my mother the next time she comes to visit me to bring my snowboard. Mm. Because it's like the one thing I didn't really bring when I made Aliyah. Because I was like, well, what am I going to do with my snowboard? I'm, it never really <laughs> snows there. Yeah. But after that first snow, I thought to myself, hmm, I really want to just even if I can go to the Hermon or something. So uh, it snows. We got yeah. about like, I don't know, two to five inches. I don't know how many centimeters that is. And 
I got everybody up early, got them out of the house. So, because we know that snow melts quick here, also. So, you have awesome. to really take advantage yeah, of it. You gotta do it. So, I go out there, I put my snowboard on, I'm, we're like sledding down. We were like sitting on and sledding, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do a few runs, right? I haven't gone in eight years. Mm-hmm. So, I go down on like very, very little snow, and the second you do a turn, you hit an edge, which you're really supposed to when you're snowboarding, yeah. you're supposed to be on an, one edge or another. Uh-huh. So, as soon as I dug in, it hit rocks because it wasn't so deep. Oh, wow. And I just slammed down, <gasps> cracked my neck Oy. again. So the neck's kind of been hurting since those two events. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully... It was um, worth it. It was worth it. That, that oh, was, it was so worth yeah. it. It was Sounds so worth, like it. It was worth it. And a great precursor to Purim because, you know, I was comfortable with just going down and knowing that and, uh, I'm, I'm falling and, and being okay and everybody, we laughed together about it. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just appreciate that. I'm like not embarrassed about that. I think it's fun, you yeah. know? It's like it's like give it a try. For Go sure. do it like you were saying before. 100%. Open yourself up and just It's like when you are a kid. I don't know in your experience, but when I was a child, I used to climb trees all the time and I would fell down or whatever and get a scratch and it would be like, yeah. Yeah. It's I like did a it. war wound. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're proud of it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's awesome. So how can we fix so, my Okay, so yeah. I'm just going to add yeah. something that is not real. Okay? okay? Because uh, for the sake of this uh, psychomagical yeah, we don't even want it to therapy, take that. right? Uh, it needs to your issue in general needs to have some emotional, psychological baggage. Okay. okay, so well, there was. Come on, think about it. I hadn't gone in eight years. Yeah, and right. I was thinking to myself, "Am I the same guy I was eight uh-huh, years ago? Can uh-huh. I can I snowboard can the way I did it? eight years can you still ago?" Do yeah. It? yeah, but now you have the pain yeah. in your neck. So I'm just gonna add something to make it make up something yeah okay to so you can have completely like understanding of psycho magic mm-hmm. okay so you're coming to me you're telling me you have a pain in your neck yeah you have all this experience but you also tell me that when you were a child there was an adult figure in your life okay that always make you feel very rigid right okay that always tell you like ah like stand up like sit right like don't do that here ah, eh, and that you always when that person came and you feel the presence of that person you feel like you needed to go like this and then right. you start like developing get like something in your neck very and, that, stiff. and when you think about it now this the feeling of that person comes into your mind okay okay so psycho to heal that kind of relationship mm-hmm. with that person even if that person is not longer in this world i will say to you something like okay so you need to go and get beautiful essential oils okay go and smell all the essential oils and choose one that you really feel connected that is smooth for you and you're gonna mix it with coconut oil you're gonna like put it in your in your neck as your wife to put it nicely on your neck and then for a whole week you're gonna wear flowers around your neck okay like a bouquet of flowers like a bouquet of flowers okay okay and you're gonna go around once a, once a day, you're going to go out your house and walk around in the neighborhood with a bouquet of flowers around your neck. And the essential oils. And essential and, oils. Okay. Just like have this. Okay. I mean, this sounds pretty <laughs> nice as it is. Anyway, and yeah. that's just like a tiny example of, uh, of what psycho okay. magic is. You do an action, a real action yeah. that involves this magic mm-hmm. for the sake of healing something mm-hmm. like trauma or it's a trauma mixed with a physical uh ailment or just in general any trauma mm-hmm. any trauma but yeah. in general trauma are connected with emotions and experiences and right. things that we need to move work on like work through heal inside mm-hmm. they're very rooted and many times it's things that we even carry from past lives mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so but we need to start by healing whatever we remember here from this time period right if we can even try to go go as far back as we can yeah Mm -hmm. wow speaking about going far back Mm -hmm. can you give us a little bit of your story i mean you you grew up in chile i grew up in chile i was born in chile in santiago the capital uh santiago chile santiago de chile uh it's a really beautiful city it's a it's a valley surrounded by by the mountains by the andes Mm -hmm. huge gorgeous uh, mountains if you haven't seen it go and check it out it's a really beautiful place uh, Chile is the longest country in the world and it looks like a chili pepper 
<laughs> is that really, really why it's, it's not really I'm pretty sure. It's really? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty that's sure. That's the most literal yeah. uh, name for a place. Because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's coming from there. Um, and the... Also, people are really hot and hot-tempered. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's more that like, I, I will say Argentinians okay. are more like hot-tempered. Uh, yeah. Chileans are, there's like a mixture of everything. Lots of immigrants from everywhere and the native people which are the Mapuches mm -hmm. the native Indians from Chile so it's pretty colorful mm -hmm. and diverse I would right. say yeah and uh, yeah I was born there um, I'm the si the sixth child of uh, of six family. yeah wow. a family of six uh, but nice big family nice big family from both my parents uh, had different marriages and children here and there, right. and then we all got together. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like a Brady Bunch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I grew up watching that show. And, uh, and yeah, thank God. I'm very close to all my brothers and my sister. And they're all really beautiful people. And, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was raised uh, what I thought to be conservative. Once I moved here... I realized that it was more like conservative reformish. Okay. Yeah. Um, but in Santiago, like at least when I, while I grew up, uh, there was either like Haredi, like black and white, mm -hmm. or like more everything else. Everything else, like Hiloni, but very Zionistic and mm -hmm. very connected to Israel and to the land. And uh, yeah, you see the airplane? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the sky opened up Easily, for us. Yeah. It's yeah. Gorgeous. Nice. It's out. really nice. It's warm, actually. Um, so, at so, I was very involved in the Jewish community always. I was yeah. in a in the Jewish school in my in my city, and uh, and I was involved in the, in the Jewish scout movements. I was in Maccabi Atzair my whole life. I mm. was very active, and I was in the theater in the theater um, group of the Jewish. Was it, was it like a Jewish or a Yiddish? Yeah, 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 uh -huh. yeah, exactly. So I was very involved in the community, yeah. but at some point I got very detached. I disconnected myself from okay. it. Um, it was I went through like a bittersweet, uh, like season of my life with the Jewish community because yeah. I couldn't find really myself mm -hmm. in there. Like I it's, sounds yeah. like it's part of the process. Yeah, of... it is definitely part of. It. Okay. And then at some point. My sister introduced to me Kabbalah. Oh wow! Okay? And she started learning in a in a Kabbalah center, mm -hmm. and I was like, "What is that?" Blah blah blah. And that's how I slowly start making my shuvah process. Oh wow! Uh, because I I I really like came back into Judaism in a more strong way mm -hmm. when I was 18, and and I start. I was the first person in my house uh, keeping kashrut and. Uh, Anyway, then I, I became vegetarian and pretty fast. just to be clear, the, the Kabbalah Center isn't necessarily about those things. They teach Kabbalah. Yeah, right. But they're not necessarily show, teaching you the other things you grew up with. Yeah. Are no, they? Yeah, exactly. Mm, no. Well, I didn't spend a lot of time in the Kabbalah Center. Yeah. I started there. But it was and like I, a good catalyst, maybe. Yeah, I just started there. Awaken your soul a little it bit. It was nice, but then I also had that feeling that it wasn't necessarily the right place for me. Yeah. And pretty fast I found a different place it's uh -huh. called a Kabbalah foundation yeah that was uh, run by this religious couple mm. a beautiful couple in Chile uh, that I consider them my my mentors and people that I love and I respect so much and and I start study, studying there like every week and what uh, age what how old are you at this point I was 19 uh -huh. yeah okay and the uh, and so I started studying there, like every week, different classes, and I was very active in that house. Right. Uh, and there was a mixture of non-Jews and Jews, mm -hmm. but because I was Jewish, uh, they they were more focused with me, with okay. my with my my derech. Right. And uh, and and the rabbi that was there, the person that 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 ran the house. Uh, he, I had once a meeting with him and he told me, you need to go to Israel and, uh, you need to study Hasidut. Right. So basically my mom is coming from the Anusim. Okay. 
you know what that is. Um, these the, are people who maybe explain. Yeah, the Anusim are come are the Marranos are called Marranos okay. are coming from the times of the Inquisition. Right. Jewish people that had to sort of fake either convert. Like, yeah either like convert or leave their Yiddishkeit mm -hmm. for the sake of surviving and escaping. So for many generations that that's what happened to my mother's family and they escaped Spain. Wow into Chile from the time of the Inquisition from the time but they converted to Christianity Christianity right and they become pretty active okay. with generations but uh, they were always told little secrets oh, wow. that they passed generation to generation like my mom and my aunts they tell me that their grandmother used to tell them sometimes she will say to them we are really Jewish but you can never say that out loud never say that out loud but we're Jewish. Hmm. And she would light candles. Like she would like hide and light candles. Yeah? yeah. And every time around Pesach, yeah. they will clean the entire house. Just for the sake nobody of... Nobody said Pesach. Yeah. Nobody said... But they would Symbolic like clean thing. completely the house for Pesach. And by the time of Pesach as well, they will, all the children will get like new a new pair of shoes. Hmm. Which is coming from La Yontev and getting right. like a new pair of shoes, you know, hug. preparation for hack. So yeah. all that was lost, wow. but they continue to do little details. Right. And then my mom was the first one to feel very strongly that she has nothing to do with Christianity, Christianity or she could not connect with that. And from a very young age, she feel drowned is the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah by Judaism mm -hmm. and she starts studying and researching and reading wow. until she she read Exodus mm -hmm. the book sure and uh, and she told me that by now she has probably read it like a hundred times and th that it became like a a, com a companion yeah. this book like she knew it by heart kind of thing and she felt that she was one of the characters in that boat right and pretty much her journey was always leading her to connect more to Judaism and to Jewish people and feel that very strongly inside and, of her. And meanwhile, the rest of her family are all Christians. Yeah. And to this day, I you know, probably yeah, have a lot of day. Christian family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So she's like the black sheep of the family. Yeah, but they all really yeah. appreciate it anyway. Sure. It's, yeah, it's there's a lot they of... understand maybe a little bit that yeah, it's no, their heritage. Yeah, no, because they know that it's their yeah. heritage. To, yeah. Just that they're not necessarily no, connecting with it or making already. that step. Sure. You know? Um, yeah. And so then later on, my mother met my father and uh, his Jewish uh, second generation of uh, Holocaust survivor mm. uh, from Poland. Mm -hmm. He's the first one, I mean, first generation being born in Chile. Right. His uh, father and his mother, they escaped from Russia and from Poland. Okay. And uh, that's where your last name comes from. Yeah, exactly. Say it again. Jakubowski. Jakubowski. Yeah. And uh, it's also the J. The it's the H and it's the J. Yeah. Yeah, J is a Y. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. And so my father is a Cohen. Oh wow. Yeah. And uh, uh, although I'm I'm trying to to share with him more and more details about what that means. Yeah. In his essence, he really is a Cohen. He's a doctor. He saves like wow thousands of lives, and he's so spiritual. He's so connected mm -hmm. in his roots. He's definitely doing his. Yeah. Cohen thing. Right. Right. <laughs> in some level. And 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 they brought you up in in a Jewish atmosphere. Yeah, a hundred percent. Sioni yeah, yeah, and yeah. very wow. very much. And uh, my roommate, I I moved into an absorption place. Right. Yeah, Ulpanetzion, Yerushalayim. Javi and I, I went there. Yeah. Awesome. We had to sneak our way in because we were married and we didn't really finish college. And that place specifically, they want people who are young and kind of just in that mode where they're just in college or just finishing college. Mm -hmm. But I had Protexia because I had played there with my band oh, wow. twice. Uh -huh. And I promised them I'd bring the band back over Purim if, uh, cool. if they let us in. And they let us in. It was That's great. So and we had the time of our life. What a special place. Yeah, I loved Opanation. It was wonderful. It was incredible. So you know, you're, special you time. get it. Yeah. yeah. I, when I moved here, I didn't know no one person. Right. I moved all by myself without Hebrew or English. Wow. And uh, Whoa. <laughs> my family thought I was nuts. Yeah. I mean, I learned, I knew how to read in Hebrew because sure. I was in a, in a Hebrew school. Sure. But I couldn't sustain any sort of conversation or right. anything and forget about English right. either. Not, um, 
neither. So anyway, um, I moved here and, uh, and it was beautiful. I, I met really great people. Yeah. Even I even met rabbis there that were my teachers and later on I worked with them and I traveled the world with them teaching, wow. doing shlichut. Oh, wow. That's with beautiful. Them. Yeah. So that when did you do that? So, like, um, before Corona, yeah. I was working for the Ministry of Diaspora. Okay. Here in Israel. Okay. And uh, Yeah, they, they have a lot of artists go out. My friend CJ Glass, I don't know if you uh -huh. know him, he's also gone out and, and played a little bit. Mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah. Like ambassadors, it's good ambassadors good for ambassadors. our nation. Yeah, it's, it's really incredible. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame mission. that right now it's not happening, but, yeah, Israel does really good things for the diaspora like that. Yeah. yeah definitely. So I was representing the world of arts and the, and uh, give us um, a, a quick sure. background of like where how you started as an artist. You, mm -hmm. you mentioned you were in theater a little bit. Yeah. So um, I'm an I'm an actress, yeah. a singer, a dancer. My my profession is I'm an actress. I'm I'm also a, an holistic healer. Mm -hmm. I've always worked. Um, uh, with holistic um, different kind of therapies. I'm a Reiki therapist. Mm -hmm. uh, I started in the world of theater when I was around 10. Wow. It was my first professional play mm. that I act in and in a real theater. I was wow. me and another girl. We were the only children. It was a musical, Peter, Peter Pan musical, oh, and they needed amazing. two little girls. The rest of the cast were adults and it was like, <gasps> it was so exciting. I had a job. I was 10 and I was going to work every Thursday and every Sunday. Yeah. And it was a paid Did you gig. see Peter Pan this perm? Local? Not this time around. Oh, there, uh, you we had were? A, no, we who? had a very special one. We had a who was Dove Peter Hansen. Pan. Really? Amazing. I didn't see. Oh, oh. I wish I would have seen Oh, it was great. <laughs> I'll dig up a picture. It was amazing. Awesome. Go yeah. on. Sorry. And uh, and so yeah, from ever since I I had a voice. Wow, that airplane is oh, that's low. Very cool. It's an army airplane. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty. He's going also. to. I know we have a base over here. Yeah. And it's that's kind of like something to move a lot of material. I don't know if it's like a C forty, C fifty, or something like I don't that. Know. I wish my son could see it. Pretty and exciting. And flies very low. Wow. Yeah, very low. You can almost see the pilot. Yeah, almost, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Another tangent. Sorry. So yeah, you anyway, were saying um, so, um, you, you were in this play, Peter Pan. Oh yeah. So yeah, ever since I have memory or or a voice, or ever since I I could say what I wanted in life, I always said I want to be an actress and a singer and a dancer, and I just continue to do that. That's beautiful. I just I never stopped. Wow. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So it's from the age of ten, you've been acting yeah. and singing. No, since since I could dancing. walk, right. but my first professional play was when I was ten. Ten years old. Yeah. Wow. When you guys moved here, I was so excited because you bring so much color <laughs> and so much character uh, to our neighborhood and to the town in general, and I love that. I love Baruch that. Hashem. And it's beautiful. You chose to have your family here. Yeah. Actually, why did you guys? <laughs> why did you guys choose a frat? <laughs> okay, so we we were. I, I live in, in Nachlaot when I first moved. Right. First in Urpanatsio. You know your husband and I go like really far back. I know. We're like, I since know, we're like a little bit before teenagers, we were in camp together. Yeah. And then we were teenagers together. We caused a lot of trouble. <laughs> and then he came off, he went off on his own here at yeah. a very young age. Yes, he was very young. He was 17. But that's a Pretty whole brave. different story so altogether. We'll get him on. We'll hear get it. him on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so. Yeah, I live in Nachlaot, three years. Uh, we lived together when we got married and we moved right away to Beit Zayed, Moshe Beit Zayed. Right. Beautiful, no, beautiful, beautiful place. place. So beautiful. Cool. Hebra. It's, it's a really good place. Beautiful. Um, but it's so expensive. Mm -hmm. So expensive. Right. Yeah. So it was affordable for us. Right. Yeah. Maybe one day, God willing. Right. Yeah, Shefa, Shefa. Yeah, bring it down. <laughs> yeah, bring yeah. it down. Through the headdress. Yeah, bring it the down. Feathers. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so so we we went then to the old city. We lived there for six months. Mm -hmm. My mother-in-law lives there. Yeah. God bless her. And that was a very special experience to be in the old city. Sure. It was very special. And then we... It's a real schut to, be in, to live huge. in the old city. Not everybody it's gets huge. to do that. Yeah, Some huge. people maybe for a seminary period... Or, yeah. or even just a Shabbat. Mm -hmm. It's to be able to just be right next to the Harabayit. 
Yeah, Lopashut. And the place is there, as you know, you're on, you're on, if you go onto the roof, you're mm-hmm. looking onto the Harabayit. And you daven, it's like, it's okay, let's do it. Let's it's bring, <laughs> where's, where's the Beit Amigdash? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you it's know? really special. And, and it's also not easy. Not everyone can, can do it. Right. Um, it's fire, you know, Yerushalayim oh, yeah. is the city of fire and the old city is, you know, it's very strong, but very special. And, uh, and then we, we were looking everywhere really in Eretz Israel, like a place that would be Matim, but, uh, but we really wanted to be as near as possible to Yerushalayim. Mm. I feel that that's like my, my bridge, my main bridge. I'm like, my heart is always there anyway. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go too far, and we found Efrat. I heard of Efrat before. I I personally never felt like very interested on coming to the Gush. I right. was like a little bit scared or, or nervous about that sure. because if you haven't been here, it's just the way it feels. But I tell you what, ever since I moved to Efrat, yeah. I've never feel so safe. Yeah. From the nine years that I live in Israel, yeah, I go to sleep and I feel safe. That's beautiful. And that didn't happen to me in all the different neighborhoods yeah. that I lived before in Yerushalayim. Although, I mean, it's it's also like my own thing and my sleeping habits. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the city. <laughs> let's I hear keep that. it real. I hear that. But yeah, I also have my own baggage. But uh, let's not blame it all in the cities. But yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely, so yeah, I feel safe of, here. Uh, I feel safe. safe here. Yeah. This and this community, the community in Afrat is yeah. just priceless. Yeah, gold mm-hmm. is the most beautiful Chesed-oriented people probably mm-hmm. I ever met in my life, and is is heartwarming. It's overwhelming. That's saying a lot for someone who's been traveling around the world. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I tell you, I I can say that. Wow. Yeah. That's With beautiful. no doubt, Efrat people are just gold, gold, gold. Yeah. And how is Halal doing? Uh, doing here? Does he enjoy? Halal is my son, and uh, and he loves it here. Yeah. He has really good friends, and the chinuch here, the education is good. Although yeah. now I'm the education, right? Like more or less, like right now they're in Ghana again. And you're pretty good at it. <laughs> Let's see what for how long that we're perm be in Ghan. video that you made was. No, the Corona video that you made was <laughs> hilarious. That was great. Thanks. If that's any um kind of if that's any like vision into what life is like in the in your home, it sounds amazing. Looks yeah, amazing. You, you gotta keep it. Keep them funny, engaged. You keep know? them. Uh, you know, life is interested. A, life is them. tragic yeah. comedy. A tragic comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so always goes back to the and theater. There, huh? There's there's a lot yeah. of uh, tragedy already, right? And drama and illness and right. and bad news and right. that's what sells. Right, bad news for sure sells a lot. And right. so we just gotta put more comedy into everything. And to Love me, it. that's like my therapy. If I'm not like making fun of my circumstances, then I'm going nuts. Yeah. I especially so, love your mustache thanks. in that video. That yeah, was it was a, the, it was my son's idea. Oh really? Yeah, he told me, "Mama, paint your face green," and I'm like, <laughs> "Maybe <laughs> not all the way, but yes, yes, good idea." Let's, the mustache. Let's add a Dali mustache. So that's what I did. Oh, it was wonderful! <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, I have this card here in front of me: Soul Dance, yeah. Tribal, uh, spiritual tribal dance for women. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is something that. Um, Should I go to camera and show it really fast? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming to you. And zooming out. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What's so, that all about? So when I moved here, um, I went to Meron. Like, as I told you before, my my Shuba Derech was through Kabbalah. Mm. I studied in that place for five years. Wow. So, like, most of what I knew... Uh, it was Zohar and Kabbalah, and that was like my right. my core. But I, but I, I was lacking a lot on on the pshat, a lot. Okay. And uh, when I moved here, I was like, okay, back off, you okay. know, go back to Basics. level zero to ground and start. Right. And I and I stopped studying Kabbalah for a long time, like I will say for three years or oh. something that I just like stay away mm-hmm. just to learn, learn, learn from zero, like a baby language, mm-hmm. like literally I was learning how to speak. Mm-hmm. 
So I was, yeah, I became a sponge. I was absorbing. I call myself like when I, I, I like I def- label that time of my life, like this, the sponge. The sponge. Period the of sponge my life. period. Yeah. Okay. Just absorbing and learning and, and learning how to be at peace with being quiet. Because uh, I've always been very loud mm-hmm. and I'm on stage. I'm all about like, ah, animated, you know, animated. Sure. Uh, but when I move here, uh, it's not so easy to, to bring that out when you don't have the, the, way the, to explain the communication, it, the you know, the, the language, yeah. especially in comedy. Right. You know, I'm a comedian and, <laughs> and humor yeah. is... Uh, in order to, to be the, funny, you need the to same culture. Yeah, you need to be yeah. engaged with language in a way mm-hmm. that is a little bit higher than the norm. Sure. To to do that, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not talking about pantomimics. You no. can do that, in that doesn't matter. That's no. the beauty of pantomimics that you can right. uh, reach anyone. It translates to anywhere. Yeah. But I remember like being here on the beginning of my journey and, uh, and, and sitting around in a circle and lots of people talking in a gathering or something. And uh, I remember my, my friend Beth, she's now in Australia. She once told me, Devorah, you're so sweet, uh, whatever. But uh, she told me later on that she used to think when she first met me that I was so sweet and so shy, so quiet, but sweet. And, I, and she's telling me that and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not shy. I don't speak your language. Right. It was like, ah. <laughs> right. But uh, so that was a lot of my experience. Just like be at peace. Yeah. It's when humbling. It's, it was so humbling. I can relate. Again, for the language thing. I don't speak three languages, but uh, yeah, it's, it's very humbling when you can't really fully express yourself. Mm-hmm. You know who you are mm-hmm. and you sort of, you want other people to understand that. Um, because it's an important thing when you're communicating. You also, you want someone to know where you're coming from when mm-hmm. you're communicating to them. If you just kind of say something, they may not understand how much it means to you unless they really understand you. Right, yeah. And it's hard to do that, you know, with very limited words. So, yeah, I can really relate to that. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So, and then you, so you start from the basics. And now you're, you're, you're learning the language. You're learning uh, alphabet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you know already how to write. We didn't write it, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so now you're like kind of forming your full pack package and oh, oh and, sorry, and that's why because you, you were asking me about yeah. uh, about soul dance. That's yeah. how we got here. Yeah, because uh, when I moved here, it yeah. was my first year here, and uh, and I knew that on Lagba Omer I needed to go to Meron. Meron, right? Okay, because that's where Ravi Shimon Bar Yochai right. is uh, buried, the Kever. So I was like, I'm going there. Oh yeah. For sure. So I went there, and is if you haven't been there, oh, have you? Yeah, yes. Okay. So Absolutely. it's it's just the most beyond scene. All these people jumping and dancing like mamesh, like flames of fire, like up and down, and there's so much ruhaniut in movement. Mm-hmm. That's what I experienced okay. when I was there because I'm talking about the men's side. Okay. Just to okay. explain. The men's side, they're all very uh, compenetrated, is the word? Um, Connected, interconnected. Okay. Yeah. And they they look like they're all one. And they're doing this movement that is nonstop. And they're repeating this nigunim. The non-stop, same nigunim. The very same yeah. nigunim, like two or three, very simple, but right. nonstop. And that's like really like opening all the gates. And right. you're like, what's happening? It's fire. Right. And Ravi Shimon Bar Yochai, he's known by being this flame of fire like mm-hmm. the moment that that he passed that his neshama crossed the world is yeah. supposed he was supposed to be surrounded by this incredible fire wow and that's the energy and we we have this this uh yeah, when you go there you feel it you feel, you feel, it. feel it you feel it so yeah. so so they're dancing there's movement so i was there yeah. and uh and i wanted to go wild and dance and express myself and pray with my body and in the women's side right okay so i'm dancing and doing where that. is the women's side i've never even seen it it's whatever the men are not okay okay <laughs> <laughs> something like that like there's uh, definitely a lot of women yeah. it's just that women are there's also are camps, very quiet like, everyone's sort of camped around 
There's the yeah, there's tents everywhere, yeah. but but besides for the family scene, the women in their tents. No, there are like hundreds of women together, yeah. standing one next to the other. Yeah, and uh, and it was very shocking to me to see that. God bless them. They're all like they're connecting. They made it there. Right. It's a they huge hood to yeah, be there, like sure. at four in the morning with strollers and carrying, yeah. carrying five <laughs> kids. You know. Yeah. While their husbands oh, yeah. are praying and dancing and having the time of their lives. Right, right. <laughs> and for me, it was like, wow, you know, what's going on? Like, women were, had their sidurim, and they were, like, very, like, quiet. And and that's fine if they're connecting. That's my thought. If they're, like, reaching that place, whatever you have to do, whatever you have to do to reach the place that you need to reach. That's right. fine. But I didn't, I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I tried to go to a corner, not to bother anyone on the women's section. And I start just like dancing and doing my thing and praying. And then these few women, you know, they come and they start like gathering around me. And they're like, start like speaking Lashonara and pointing at me. And I, and I go to them and I say like, Vemet, like really, like this is what you're choosing to do. Mm-hmm. In this high night, to point at a sister and speak Lashonara, mm-hmm. because I'm trying to pray and connect with my body. Right. No, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel that that really inspired me deeply to create a safe, sacred place for women. Yeah. To express themselves with their body and to pray with movement and song. In a place that is both uh, uh, holy, okay, and fun and empowering. So I create this dance that is named is a soul dance, and uh, I use a uh, African rhythm. Okay. The music is like tupim drums. Sure. And I use lots of my own nigunim mm. music that I that I create. Yeah. And uh, and it's a real workout. What's it's that drum grounding. that you play? The drum, your drum of choice. Uh, that's a ceremony drum. Yeah. From uh, when I live in Chile, I used to be part of this uh, the tribe of people. Yeah. Named uh, Raíces del Sur. It okay. means roots of the south. And uh, for a long time, when I was af- afar from Judaism, and even afterwards, when I already like came back, uh, that was my shul. That was the place that I could like pray the most with these people. It's people that uh, that don't worship other gods. They talk about the big spirit, which is God. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, are they natives? These are natives. They're both natives and people that are, that uh, that bring back the the lost heritage the, to awaken all the the medicine rituals mm-hmm. of native people in South America and, and North America. Okay. So I was part of these people and uh, and and I learned a lot of uh, medicine and and like to how to be a medicine person mm-hmm. and different rituals are connected to healing yourself and others connected to earth so they use these drums wow to sing to enter this place of trance and connection sure. and prayer meditation prayer yeah. and uh, it's, like a, it's like a very tribal thing yeah sounds like yeah yeah i, I used to go on on sundays uh, to a temascal which is a sweat lodge okay you know what yeah sure yeah. it's a, a temascal is a tent a yurt, ara- around around tent mm-hmm. that uh that symbolize the uterus of the universe Mm -hmm. okay so you go inside and it's pitch black you can't stand up because it's low and everybody's sitting and you just have this space for yourself to be sitting with yourself and on the center of the tent there's a hole and uh, they bring into the tent burning hot uh river river stones okay river stones that have been on a fire okay. for hours like because sauna. they need to be boiling right yeah it's a spiritual sauna yeah that's what it is so this ceremony has four gates it's called temascal the tent the whole ceremony and it has four gates and the whole purpose of this ceremony is to work and heal and refine your relationships in this world okay 
your relationship with God, your relationship with your family, your relationship with your friends, and your relationship with your own heart, with your neshama. Mm -hmm. And so the, the ritual, the ceremony is divided in four gates. And the, the stones, they're, they're called the grandmothers, the stones, okay. because they're the minerals or the, the nature element that is the oldest. Right, it's always been there. Witnessing, right. it's, it's been here from the begin very beginning of the creation. So mm -hmm. there's so much insight. That's right. why they call them the grandmothers. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Something really like that. <laughs> so, so, and then, and okay, yeah. so now you take, you. this is something that you really connected with and you brought it into your, like, mm -hmm. your holistic uh, way of, of serving Hashem and, yeah. and connecting to, to Hashem, connecting to yourself. So that's your drum. Okay, cool. Good that's to know. My drum. Yeah. What's it called again? It's a ceremony drum. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We call it like that. Nice. Yeah. So, um, soul dance, you basically, you have your own music, you have these yeah. rhythms, mm -hmm. and this is a way for women who, to express themselves in a really safe uh, place. Yeah, very safe and, place, that and, they can and to make it holy. themselves, make yeah. it holy, that they, that they can be loud, and yeah. they can use every cell, every part of their body, their voice, Wow. to activate their voices. Right. Because I feel that that's like such a major, important thing. And in my opinion, there's a lot of misunderstanding today about what it means, a women's voice, a kolisha. Right. And uh, I don't want to get so deep into that. I don't want to be too uh, polemic. But I do think that, that the voice of the Geula, of the redemption of this world, is a feminine healing voice. Mm -hmm. And how is that ever going to happen if we don't use our voices? Mm -hmm. Not for the sake of provoking, not for the sake of creating chaos, for the sake of healing, empowering, to beautify the world. Mm -hmm. There's so much power and so much healing right. in a woman's voice. Right. If they're and you don't need to do it in Mayron next in exactly. the same man section in the men's yeah, section. You also need you to have your space. To use your vina, your wisdom. It's not mm -hmm. about that. And it's not about going there and making a protest. I, I'm a peacemaker. I'm a <laughs> I'm a bad coin. Yeah. it's not my I don't do that, you right. know? I, right. it's not about that for me. About to me it's about like being like uh, very rooted in who we are mm -hmm. for real and using all the skills and, and gifts that Hashem gave us for the sake of elevating the creation of this world and right. to tap into the highest yeah. fashion of ourselves. Beautiful. But uh, that's what really like moved me. Mm -hmm. That experience in my own, like I thought, wow, like especially for religious women, for right. women that are in, in the derech of God and they want to be spiritual and connect, like how do you do that without moving your body, without using your voice? To me, it doesn't make sense. Right they need to be connected mm -hmm. they're one so that was my motivation and Beautiful. i have had like the most incredible experiences working with women mm -hmm. uh, it's been so beautiful yeah we really create a sisterhood with with the people that i work with in these circles they're so safe and people can really be vulnerable uh, it's not only about dancing and the empowerment of the experience there's a lot of it put the dude guided. I'm guiding the entire experience through dance, but also at the end of the session we sit and we and we sing and we we pray while singing nigunim and with the we have collective intentions. intentions and it's really beautiful. That sounds like the, amazing. The transformations that I've seen in women uh, that by just discovering it, that they have a body that they can use for the sake of connection. Right. That many times women come to me and tell me, I don't like dancing. I don't know how to dance. And like, like forget about it. This is not about doing something beautiful. This is not about like making something right. Not about rhythm, not mm -hmm. about aesthetics. This is about like letting your soul express through your little, body. Little taste of perm. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Beautiful. yeah, thank God. That sounds amazing. And through soul dance, uh, I was able to reach the Ministry of Diaspora mm -hmm. because I was um, there was one person in the place where where I did my conversion process yeah. here in Yer in Jerusalem that she was in charge of all the students, and later on she hired me. She she started working with the government, 
and she knew me and then she brought me in wow, to work with them. That's great. It's and another really beautiful thing about yeah. Opanacion in general, mm -hmm. doing Opan when you come, being connecting to in America's yeah. Klita. It's wonderful. It's like a it's like a new family. It's like yeah. a small new family. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it's really. a especially when you don't know the language and you know, you're coming on your own mm -hmm. and you really don't have much family, you don't have much help. It's a beautiful thing. I can't believe that that's how that that's how you got there. It's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> Such a <laughs> Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Mamasha <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, so you guys, you have an event coming up. Yes, um, I do. I guess next we Sunday? Do. When is yeah, that? It's uh, the 7th. Yeah. Is it Sunday, the 7th? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the 7th, yeah, we, yeah, there's uh, this incredible woman, Naomi Joyner. She contacted me and she put together this event that is happening on March 7th at 8.45 on Zoom. You can it's buy. It's a live event Yeah, on it's Zoom. a live event okay. on Zoom. Uh, pre-recorded pre live event and the, and so it's a charity event to fundraise money for the Laniado Hospital for the ICU unit uh, for for newborn babies and that uh, they really really need uh, a lot of help a lot of help right now to get the right equipment and mm. uh, I think that is pretty much an emergency in the situation and uh, this really kind woman went there saw the situation with her eyes and realized wow we gotta do something so she put the most incredible group of talent women to do this show this talent show that is happening uh, on march 7th and um I don't know if you can put a link after yeah, or something. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll put add a link. link. So if we'll you want to buy, if it. you want to buy tickets to watch the show, all the money will go straight for Laniado Hospital, and that will be so incredible. What can be better than giving tzedakah and having fun and being entertained at the same time? And uh, I'm gonna be there performing a few songs, and there's gonna be. Uh, a few incredible women also there, so I really recommend for you to be a part of it and, and help us fundraise money for Laniado Hospital. It's going to be great. That sounds beautiful. That sounds yeah. great. And I'm sure if you're watching this after the fact, you can probably catch it, uh, the recorded mm -hmm. version later on. I hope so. Yeah, out. I believe so. Um, wow. Dvora, we can probably talk for a good while I longer. I know, I know. We're so running sorry. out of time here. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say, yeah. like, I really appreciate you sharing. Yeah. Um, this is the whole point of this podcast, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of learn about the people who live here mm -hmm. and um, a little bit about their journey. And um, thanks so much for coming and, You're and, so and joining us that here. Was, it's so fun, so fun. My pleasure. So if you like this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. We're on every podcast platform <laughs> by now and you'll cat you can catch us here right here on youtube and thank you so much and we'll see you on the next one and never judge a book by the cover yeah That's go right. and connect with people if you whatever you think about somebody is probably not so you better go and talk to them get and to know them don't forget to wear the headdress either <laughs> right. i love it thank you so much <laughs> much love <laughs>